Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. I have just come off the first accelerator call, which was a hell of a lot of fun and has definitely got me buzzing for the next six weeks of accelerating. And I thought I'd come on today, partly because I've committed to doing a podcast a week and partly because I have three things that I want to tell you all, which I hope will be useful and impactful I have to caveat this with I'm I'm very tired today because I was building and launching Commit 42, which is very exciting and definitely realigns with my goal. Actually, maybe this is something I should talk about. Anyway, quick, quick recap. I'm very tired because I was doing that all weekend and then I came home and I was like, you know what? I'll just have a nice chill Sunday. I'll switch off a little bit, you know, no a fucking massive leak came through my roof most of the night. And now apparently it's me that has to claim on insurance from a leak that is not mine. I, I refuse to accept it. Anyway, one, one thing I was going to say about Commit 42, which is a kind of a bit of a rebrand of Commit to Six and testing out, I, I guess, like a bit of a different way of coaching that is way more aligned with me, my values, what I'm interested in, what I'm passionate about. Now, I am fully aware that in some ways this might take a step back in that business. But the way I see it is it's one step back to go three steps forward. Or is it one step back to go two steps forward? No, because I'm I'm going to go three steps forward, right? But sometimes it does feel like in business. And often you do kind of have to go backwards, regroup, realign with what's important maybe make some changes and sometimes that does mean that business growth slows but then it's the right growth with the right direction with a product that you really love with a coaching program that you are so passionate about and I know for a fact that that will sell sell, that will sell better and bring me more success and more success that I actually enjoy than continuing with a program that sure is popular doesn't fully align with who I am, what I stand for, or the impact that I want to have on people, more to the point. So anyway, these are the the three things that I've been thinking about this week. The first one was, it's not free if it costs you time. And this is something that took me a bit of time to get my head around of like, you know, a classic example might be, oh, it's technically cheaper to get the 12-hour train than to fly for two hours somewhere. But it's not cheaper because it's cost you 10 hours of your time, right? Or it's cheaper to clean your own flat than to get a cleaner in, but it's not cheaper because it's cost you your time, right? A classic one for online coaches might be actually kind of the reverse of like, you think, well, actually, no, okay, let's say, let's just keep it with this trend. If someone offers to make you a website for free, now this happened to me early in my career, like I'll make you this really fancy website for free. It took them three or four months to build it, right? And back and forward, a lot of, it actually cost me a lot of my time. Now at the time I didn't have much of a business, so it probably didn't cost me that much in sales. But now if something similar had happened, and someone's like, oh, I'll do this for you for free, but it will take me like weeks to build. 
it's not it's not free actually it's way better for me to make let's be honest a worse website that actually just does the job but that I know how to change and that I can get started tomorrow like yesterday I built a website for commit 42 it took me about 30 minutes once I mean if not including writing sales copy and everything but just to plug it all in 30 minutes right and I would have had to do the sales copy no matter who was doing it so in terms of like the website build it's it's not a lot of time but that means I can sell now as opposed to being like okay well maybe I should just push the launch back a few months to make sure the website's ready the amount of coaches I see doing things like this I'm like you have no idea of the opportunity cost of time you could have been selling way earlier. You could have been impacting people way earlier. You could have been building your business way earlier. And one of the most common things I see with newer coaches is they focus on the wrong things. They're looking at website, branding, the perfect app, the perfect program, and not the most obvious thing, which is actually just getting your first five clients. That's what you need to be focused on. Alex Hormozzi puts this really well. He talks about how the biggest tax you pay is the tax of ignorance, i.e. not knowing how to build your business, to make money, to sell, to whatever it is. And this is why investing in mentoring makes sense because you will grow quicker because you know where to focus your efforts and you know what you should be doing. So that was my first thing is it's not free if it costs you time. The second thing I was thinking about is how to sell. Now, loads of people do this in so many different ways. But because I was thinking really with the whole changing commit to six and realigning with what's important to me and my values, it made me think, right, okay, well, how do I like to be sold to? And how, like, what are my own buying habits? And I like to know the price. I like to know what I'm getting. I don't like pushy sales. In fact, even if I wanted the product, if I then feel like I'm being pushed into something, I will not buy it. I don't like fake scarcity. And I do like to feel heard and valued. And that is how I sell. And it's pretty simple. Like, I think people massively overcomplicate this. And one really good question to ask yourself is, how do you like to be sold to? What are your buying habits? When are you most likely to buy something? Do you buy from emails? If you do, great, maybe you should send more of them. If you don't, then maybe I would question why you're putting so much into your sales funnel on email if that's never how you buy. Now, that's not to say emails don't work. They absolutely do if you use them right. And hey, maybe you're not using them to directly sell. Maybe they're coming into some kind of funnel that you're helping nurture them. But you have to, like, I would get quite inquisitive of when do you buy, how do you buy, who do you buy from? If you're on AFM... How did you buy from me? What was valuable about that? Like, what did you like? What didn't you like? What made you buy? What was interesting is at the meetup, Jules asked people, this blew my mind a little bit, actually. Jules was like, anyone here who's been on AFM, did you decide that you were going to sign up before the sales call with Emma? Now, my sales calls are literally just 15 minute chats to make sure that I'm the right person to help you and to tell you a little bit more about AFM. And Almost everyone put their hand up who'd been on AFM. And I was like, that's so interesting. You were already bought in before the call. And really, that's how you, you want to nurture your leads enough that the call is really just like a formality and, and really genuinely you checking, is this someone that I think I can help? And is this someone that I want to work with? 
So that was my thoughts on sales. And then my third thought, my third thought this week, my third thought this week is that, this won't surprise you, but I think there is one simple answer to creating better content and that is to create more content, right? Volume. And I don't know who came up with this theory or this rule, but it's called the 70-20-10 rule. And it essentially goes that 70% of your work will be mediocre, 20% will be poor, and 10% will be amazing. And this probably holds true for like your workouts, right? 70% of your workouts will probably be fine, mediocre, got the job done. 20% probably won't feel like it and they probably won't be that good. And 10% of your workouts will be amazing and you'll leave the gym absolutely buzzing. Now, if you're very good at content, you can probably shift these percentages, right? But if we accept that generally, you know, someone who's really good might be like, oh, I only have 50% of my work that's mediocre and only, you know, 10% is poor and the other 40% is amazing. Okay, great. But you've still got these percentages, right? Not all of it's amazing, no matter how good you are. So then if you want to have more amazing content, what do you need to do? You need to deliver more content. You need to increase the volume of content that you're putting out. Those are my three thoughts this week. I hope they are somewhat useful. If you are interested in signing up to AFM, if you feel like you could be helping more people with the skill set that you have, but you're just not taking action or you've got some barriers there, you are the person I want to help. Head over to afmentors.com, fill in the application form or book a call with me and let's have a chat and see if I can help you.